Okay, first question will come from Rick Shroud. Hey, Tom, I hope uh, you guys are doing well. You know, uh, you guys are two and one, start there. A lot, of, a lot is being made of the three touchdowns in three games. How much of that is just not having your guys, right? Like Roy said, continuity wins in the NFL. And frankly, you've, you've had a lot of new faces. Um, well, I certainly expect us and hope we can score more points than what we've been scoring. So, um, sure, you know, sure. it's a lot to, um, you know, I think we're all disappointed by the fact that we haven't scored as many points as I think we're all capable of scoring. Um, so, you know, we're three games in, I think we've realized there's things that, you know, we haven't done so well that we got to get corrected. And, um, you know, who's ever in the game, we got to go in there and do a better job scoring points. And like I said, it comes down to a lot of different things, penalties, turnovers, um, you know, and it's making, making the right play, executing the play. And, uh, you know, if we do that, I believe we'll score points. So we just, it hasn't been at our highest level the first three weeks of the year. And hopefully we can get there at some point, but we'll work, you know, we're working hard to get there. Jenna Lane. Hey, Tom, um, I know that, that you dealt with a tropical storm uh, a couple years ago, but just what's this experience been like for you having to evacuate and what's it going to mean for you on Sunday to be able to suit up for people that, you know, a lot of people throughout the state that are really struggling right now? You know, I always feel like sports has brought people together over a long period of time, you know, and, you know, watching different adversities whether that was 9-11, whether that was Katrina, you know, sports has an amazing way of kind of healing wounds and bringing people together and bringing communities together and something to cheer for and a common interest and a common good. So I think anytime you can participate in things like that, it's a great feeling. And, you know, I know it means a lot for us to have the opportunity to go out and play for our fans always. But, you know, after what so many people have gone through in the state, you know, it's, it's great to go out there and Give them something to cheer about. Greg Allman. Oh, the, uh, the logistics of being out there, kind of not being in your own building, if you will. I know there's a lot of other more difficult situations for people to be dealing with this week. But have you guys been able to prepare as close to what you normally would to get yourself ready for, for Kansas City on Sunday? You know, we haven't even had a Thursday practice yet. There's still so much prep. We're one day in. We still got two days of practice. We got a lot of meetings Friday, Saturday, you know, we'll use every minute we have up to game time to prepare. It's not like we're preparing for the easiest team either. We're, we're facing one of the best teams in the league. So, you know, we're just going to do the best we could do with the circumstances that are presented in front of us, knowing that, you know, we're definitely, you know, in a different routine, but we're going to have to focus the best way we can in order to, you know, put our best performance out there. Sarah Walsh. Hey, Tom, what kind of confidence does it give this team that the fact that you mentioned that it hasn't been the highest level of offense, but the fact that you guys are standing two and one, um, almost won that game on Sunday night. Um, so what does that do for this team, knowing that the output hasn't been where you want it, but the results have been, you know, pretty good? I just love the way our defense has played and, you know, their ability to, play great football 
you know, for us, you know, I think they've done a great job against Dallas. They did a great job against new Orleans. Um, they played really well last week. So, you know, we got to go out there and we got to try to match what they've been doing. They've been doing an unbelievable job and they're keeping us in every game. And, and, um, you know, we got to ultimately go out there and find our rhythm and score more points and take some pressure off them too. But I know that they feel like, you know, they have a great group and they're, you know, they feel like they're, they're doing a great job, which they are. So that's why I love football. It's a team sport. You know, there's nobody that ever points fingers. You know, you show up every day, you put the work in, you do the best you could do. And, you know, you win as a team and you lose as a team. And, um, you know, that's what I love about this. You know, I love about this team. And it's been that way since the day I got here. Last question will come from Rob Maddie. Hey, Tom, I was just talking to Drew Brees, and he said he remembers a conversation with you in 2014 about playing until you're 45. And then yesterday, Patrick Mahomes says he would like to do the same. How often do you have those conversations with younger players about taking care of their bodies? And, and what does it mean to you to set that standard? You know, I, I, I think it's, you know, you can always um, – you know, it's, it's always important, I think, to have goals, you know, because I think you should always have the ability to plan for, for things in your life, you know, and things you set out for. And um, I remember talking with Drew and he, you know, he, he, he had an incredible career, incredibly productive too. So, you know, it's just always nice talking to different guys, seeing what they're doing. And obviously Patrick, what he's done in his young career has been nothing short of exceptional. So, you know, I'm just, I've been very fortunate um you know with an amazing you know support team and all the work that I do with Alex to prepare my body there's still a lot mentally emotionally that go into it um you know and it's you know as we know as you get older it does the challenges become a little bit you know it's just more uh you know there's more responsibility in your life so you know navigating those things are are um you know that's, that's part of it too. So, you know, like I said, all you could do is the best you could do based on the circumstances that are presented in front of you and try to, you know, give your best. And when you commit to, you know, the team, you do your best you could do. And I think that um, I've always tried to be a really dependable, consistent player for the team and, um, you know, try to show up every day and, and, and do a good job. All right. That's all we have time for. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Okay, first question will come from Rick Shroud. Hey, Mike. Um, <clears throat> I know you were surprised, as a lot of people were, that you got suspended uh, for the New Orleans incident, um, but that happened. And just tell us how difficult it was. Um, obviously, you hope that your team would win. They came close. And just, you know, what do you have to do better, I guess, to maybe avoid being, you know, dragged into situations like that? I uh, just, you know, I got to be smart for my team. You know, um, it's my second time being suspended for an incident like this. I can't let it happen again. I got to be better for my team. You know, I, I feel like I could have helped us win last week. Um, it was hard to watch that. Um, but, you know, I, I just tried to be as positive as possible. Got to spend time with my family. Got to rest and heal all the way up. So, you know, I'm feeling fresh. That's a positive. 
And and how much are you looking forward to, to maybe having some of your teammates with you, whether that be Chris or Julio or, you know, more of your, your regulars there? Yeah, I mean, we definitely want to be as healthy as possible because, um, I mean, we have a really talented roster. Just when we're healthy, we're tough to beat. So it's good to get everybody back healthy. Thanks, Mike. Jenna Lane. Hey, Mike, glad to have you back and good to see you. Um, I, I know that throughout your career, you've you've been able to bring joy to a lot of people by playing. Um, just can you speak to the the chance to do that this week for a lot of Flor Floridians right now that are that are going through some tough times? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I seen fans when I was out uh, last week, um, you know, they, they said they were ready for you know opening week and to see me play and things like that. But I, I definitely wanted to be at the home opener. I'm happy I get to go out there and, and entertain. And, you know, it's a blessing, and I don't take it for granted. Uh, I know we're going through a tough time right now, so hopefully we can be a bright spot uh, during this time. And I know you weren't out there last week uh, against the Packers, but, you know, this team in, in previous games had, had struggled with red zone production, um, had struggled with putting points on the board. Can you pinpoint maybe specifically why that is? Is it just a matter of not having everybody out there together, or what have you seen? I think it's just a combination of not being health, uh, not being healthy and execution. I mean, we got to execute better no matter who's in there. And we just got to get healthy so we can have, you know, our top guys in there. Thank you. Greg Allman. Mike, can Sunday, can this Chiefs game kind of be a reset for this offense almost? I mean, obviously it's a, it's a crazy week to be away from home, but to get you back, to potentially get Chris or Julio or even Donovan back, can it kind of kind of be a fresh start almost to start from scratch at home on Sunday? Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, we definitely want some normalcy. Um, but guys have adjusted well during this process. You know, we're here in Miami practicing and doing meetings and things like that. And with our families at the hotel, uh, it's, it's, it's been cool. Uh, everybody's handling it well. But, um, yeah, we're looking forward to going back home and, you know, hopefully playing at home and, uh, you know, getting a W. Thanks, Mike. Sarah Walsh. Hey, Mike. Um, obviously, it, it hasn't been this offensive explosion that we've seen recently from you guys, but to be standing at two and one where you guys are at, um, when everyone's kind of like picking apart, like, why is this not working? When you look at your offense and being a part of it, what about you guys gives you the confidence that Hey, this is correctable by us. Like, what what has you said? Yeah, we're, about we're not panicking at all. I mean, I, we don't know what people are saying, but we know three touchdowns in three games is not good enough. I mean, we can do that in one half or one quarter, but uh, it's early in the season. We're, we're two and one. Uh, where we first in the division right now, or top of first, something like that. I mean, we're in, we're in a good spot. We know we just got to get healthy, and we got to do better. Clean up the little things. Be better in the penalties. Penalties and uh, execution, and we'll be fine. Evan Winter. Hey, Mike. Uh, just want to get your thoughts on the challenges or differences facing a secondary like Kansas City's that does a lot of disguises, you know, and that shows a lot of different looks. Um, and is there not an advantage or a leg up, but is there any sense of, you know, hey, I've, I know how this stuff works considering, you know, there's a lot of disguise going on with the, the Bucks' own secondary? Yeah, I mean, we've got to be disciplined uh, with our eyes and what we see. Um, they like to rotate a lot last second. Uh, we've got to be prepared for that, pay attention. And I feel like if we're physical up front and we run the ball well, then they'll have to play us in, in man. And, uh, you know, that's what we love. Thanks.
Last question will come from JC Allen. Hey, Mike, sorry about that. Um, just specifically on these on this cornerbacks group, young guys over there on for the Kansas City Chiefs. What have you seen watching film study? Things that you might be able to kind of take advantage of, and how much uh, of your experience in the league kind of give you a leg up? Yeah, I mean it's a different it's a different secondary than what it was when we played them twice in 2020. Um, they still got Snead. He's outside. He plays outside more. Uh, he's a good corner, um, but they're young corners. They play hard. Um, just have trouble finding a ball at times, but other than that, they're physical, they tackle well, they play hard. Um, and their defense, they're not a bad defense at all. I mean, they play good together, they disguise well, uh, and we just got to come with it. It's going to be a good challenge for us, uh, but we're looking forward to it. All right, that's all we have. Thanks, Mike. All right, thank y'all. Hey, buddy. Everyone? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. How's everyone? Doing well. Um, we'll get started. Our first question will come from Rick Stroud. Hey, Byron. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, looks like for the most part, we got spared a little bit up here. Um, can you just uh, look, it's not one thing, right? Uh, every opponent's different. Every problem is different. But in general, you know, three touchdowns in three games is never the goal. But you guys are two and one. So when you look at it, what, what's not happening, especially early in games where you haven't scored a touchdown yet? It's just not good enough, really, on first and second down. Uh, you look at last week, it's the, we starting off on third and 12. So it's tough to execute on third and 12s. Especially when you're a banged up football team, you banged up football team. You're putting yourself in all these third and long situations, which means you're going to punt the ball most of the time, and it's hard to score and punt at the same time. That's really <laughs> that's really has been our issue of just being better on first and second down, giving ourselves yeah. an opportunity to score points. Uh, what we've always done around here is gave ourselves an opportunity to score at a high level, and we're just not doing mm -hmm. that right now. I think that's something that we will get corrected. I'm excited, but that's that's what's really going on right now. Thanks, Byron. Greg Allman. Hey, Byron. Obviously, you guys have Mike back on Sunday. Um, could get Julio back, could get Chris back, could get Donovan back. How much in terms of just your uh, play calling, your comfort level, does it change when you're you're so much closer to full strength with, with four guys potentially coming back to this offense? Yeah, it's different. It's different because when you're unhealthy and you're playing some new guys, some you, some youthful guys, you know, you looked in the huddle and, you know, eight of our 11 was different. <laughs> you know, eight of the 11 guys that's used to being in the huddle was different. So that always takes time as a group. And like I was telling the group that this group got to learn how to play and win football games together. Each year is different. It's not an automatic thing. They understand that, though. They understand we, we got to be better across the board. But it's, 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 it's work. It's work, and we're putting the work in, and we're trying to get to the point and the level that we've always been at. But we're working our tail off. We'll be fine, I believe. But it's, it, it is good to start getting some guys back. 
getting some type of camaraderie, those guys playing together. We have been in some tough situations together. So I do believe we'll be better from this, especially with our young guys getting the experience that they've had so far. But we do got to play better across the board. We'll go to Joey Knight. Byron, my internet's been a little spotty after this storm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good. Um, Coach Bowles said Monday that he would like to see more running backs get involved. Uh, I guess the question is, why haven't they been more involved at this point, or is it just that much of a trust in Lenny? Uh, I, I think that's pretty much what it was and the way that the games were going. I think the way that the games were going, uh, we got in somewhat of a two-minute no-huddle mode last year where we would prefer Lenny in that spot more than any of them. Not that any of them is doing anything wrong, just right now in those situations with, you know, Rashad being young, that right now and I've really been leaning towards Lenny. But I do believe I'll start giving Rashad more reps just throughout the game. Uh, what we were doing, we were giving him series, and it just so happened that Rashad's series didn't go well. <laughs> so they were quick, and he was more out of the game. But I'll do a better job of getting most of all those guys involved because we need to do that to help the room out, to help Lenny out, to get Lenny from playing so many plays. Thanks, Hey, Coach. Glad to see you. Glad to see that everything's okay. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since the, that that uh, two-point conversion play there. Um, you know, you guys had the delay of game penalty. Just what went on from, from your vantage point, and is that really just a function or a, a byproduct of, you know, just having so many different guys out there? Um, either way or whoever uh, – Whatever the problem was, it's all my responsibility. So that's really how I view it. It's my responsibility. We all got to do a better job in that situation. Uh, it wasn't surprising to no one, but we, we'll, we'll do a better job in that situation. But that ultimately falls on me. We got to do a better job right there. and We didn't do that. We're excited to have the next opportunity to do that. Um, and also, if I may, Julio Jones and Chris Godwin practiced for the first time yesterday um, since their injuries. Or actually, I know Julio did practice this week or last week, excuse me. But um, uh, how did they look? Um, like, I don't know if you can you can shed any light on that. I know you usually don't talk about injuries. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave that up to Coach Bowles. I really don't talk about that, but but we are excited. Thanks. We'll go to Evan Winter. Hey, Coach. Hope all is well. Um, obviously, as you said, this is a high-scoring offense, and a lot of that comes from, you know, big plays in the passing game. If you look at Tom's numbers right now, especially one, um, he's actually he's actually throwing the ball down the field a bit more just at this rate through the first three weeks uh, than he was last year. Obviously, that's part of your identity, and obviously you have to adapt with all the injuries. What's it like trying to find that balance between adapting but also maintaining your identity? Well, I just think it's it's really um, personnel makes those decisions, really, to be honest with you. You look in 2020, I talk about it. We were more attacking offense down, down the field a lot. And then in 2021, we weren't because teams played us different, differently. And all we want to do is put our team in the best position to score points and to play well. We want to do what we can offensively to help us, to put our hand in the power, to help us win football games. We try to prepare for everything in all different styles and all different types 
so we can be multiple and win football games. Because like I always tell you guys, we're just trying to win that day. Whatever day that the game's on, we're trying to do the right thing to win that day to put ourselves in position to have an opportunity to win the football game. So it's different this year. Each year is different. It's different from 2020. It's different from 2021. It's a whole new team that's learning how to play together. I love where we're, I love the things that we're doing that nobody see, but I can't, I'm excited for the rest of the season for us to get going and just see how this thing go. Last Thanks. question will come from JC Allen. Hey, Byron, how are we doing? I just wanted to ask you, could you just talk about your play calling philosophy, specifically like on first downs, how you distinguish between running the ball, passing the ball, and kind of what goes into that? Well, I, I try to each play, first, second, third, down, even fourth, try to call the best play for the situation at the time. That's really my philosophy. Uh, try to put them in position to have the best success possible on any down and distance on any play. Uh, a lot of work goes into uh, from a scouting standpoint on what teams like to do. So we're just trying to be in the best position to have the best play called at all times, regardless of what down and distance it is. All right, that's all I have time for. Thanks, Coach. Okay, guys, y'all have a good one. Is it, is it good back there? How is it there? Good, good. Happy to see all you guys. Happy to see you. All right, guys, have a good one. Okay, our first question will come from Rick Stroud. Hey, Larry, I think you were the guy that told Devin White not to expect nine sacks a year, but here we are. He's got three already. <laughs> so defensive player of the month uh, seems to be off to a pretty good start. What, what can you say about the play of, of him in particular this, this month? Uh, he's into it. He's fired up, uh, flying around. We know type of athlete he is. Uh, he's taking it up another notch as far as just knowing – uh, the defense ins and outs and uh, trying to expect, anticipate how the offense is trying to attack us. And uh, he's doing a good job. He's playing clean football, uh, no mental errors. Uh, he's communicating, and that's what it's about. And, uh, you know, he, he's our captain. We don't want to pick nit nits, but, I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing you're not doing is getting off the field on the first possession. Any, any common thread there or no? Uh, I mean, that's the thing we've been saying the last couple of weeks, uh, jump in the pool. You know, don't put your toe in there. Just jump head first. And uh, as coaches, we got to do a better job getting them guys uh, ready to go. I might mix up some things pregame, you know, slap them around a little bit. But uh, it just got to get ready. Yep. Thanks. We'll go to Greg Allman. If any media have questions, please raise your hand. Anything about the Chiefs' offense you'll face Sunday, and just where you think the biggest changes are? Obviously, Terry Hill's not there, but what else you see uh, that's changed and still allowed Mahomes to to have whatever it is eight nine touchdowns he has this season? They got weapons. They still playing fast. They might be a tick a little slower with uh without Tyreek, but them guys are still rolling. They got a lot of speed on that offense. A lot of guys we got to account for. Um, you see a few more, you know, different runs than what they had a couple of years ago when we faced them, but they're still being led by a great uh, offensive mind. So, and we know the weapon that uh, Mahomes is, but they, they got weapons. It's a challenge. Thank you. No problem.
John Romano. Hey, Larry, you guys have the number one scoring defense in the NFL right now. Could you explain sort of the evolution uh, of getting to where you are now from where you were in 2019? Uh, guys are a little older. Uh, guys are a lot smarter, a lot more experienced, uh, just growing in the defense and uh, maturity. The main thing I can say, a lot of guys have been playing together for a few years and they're starting to hit their peak. And, you know, relatively, them guys are still young. So, uh, those guys are doing a good job buying in and coming together. And, you know, last couple of years, we had a lot of uh, taste of success. So, and them guys like it. Uh, just even off the field, they're growing tighter and then they love being around each other. But I just, I just, uh, my main thing is say them guys are just getting a little more mature. Could you see that possibility in 2019 or, or did it seem miles away at that point? <laughs> Probably miles away, but uh we know if you just stick with it, we know we had the talent. Those guys, as you know, as coaches, we had to be patient, keep teaching, keep teaching. And uh, so far, it's starting, they're starting to get it. Steve Isbitt. Coach, can you talk about where Joe Tryon Shoyenka is? I know a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about how he's still learning to play the position and that he needs tender, loving care. How's he coming along? He's coming along. He's flying around. Uh, I don't think the sack numbers are there yet, but uh, we see him showing up on tape. Even last week, just, you know, the ball was coming out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, but uh, he's learning defense. Main thing with young guys, he's not hitting the ME board that much, so you know he's growing. Uh, but, you know, I tease him a little bit, like, when you're going to get that breakout game, let the NFL know that you're here, but you just got to keep showing up, and uh, we'll see him uh, steady climbing, in my opinion. And how hard do you think it's been on Sean Murphy Bunting to be on the bench after being a playoff hero and a guy who's played a lot of minutes? I can relate. You know, I've been a guy in this league that, you know, been a starter, part-time starter, and he's handling it well right now. He's doing, uh, giving us some good uh, special team reps, but he got to be ready. I'm quite sure all you guys know he'll need him. We're going to have to call on him some point during this year. He just got to be a pro. Stay confident. This league will, will always try to grab your confidence, and he got to keep it. You know, he's a Detroit kid, so I expect him to handle it like a champ. But uh, he's doing a good job, And uh, but I can relate. Um, I've been, you know, in and out of the starting lineup, but he just got to be ready for his opportunity, and I'm quite sure he will be. Jenna Lane. Hey, Coach. Um Glad to see you on here. Uh, one of the things Devin was talking about with those slow starts with us yesterday was the need to, to communicate more and, and do so early from your vantage point. Is that what, what's causing some of these early issues, just a lack of, of communication? That's part of it, but just intention to detail, just a little technique errors. Uh, sometimes I look at just a little aggressiveness. You know, you see the play happening. We had perfect calls and guys just didn't, you know, didn't uh, shoot their gun. So those guys just got to be ready. I just look at it. That guys got to be into it, ready to go. And hopefully this week uh, we can see results. And when you have a performance like that, where you guys, you know, lose your first game of the regular season and you've, you know, the, the team's been relying so heavily on the defense up until this point. And then all of a sudden, you know, you do give up two early touchdowns. How do you prevent that from kind of wearing at guys' confidence as they prepare to face one of the best passing teams in the league this week? 
I'll just handle what you can handle. Keep coming out swinging. Uh, bottom line, if you hold teams down, you know, you're going to win. Every now and then, you know, uh, it can be a low-scoring game. You can come out on the losing end, but just keep handling what you can handle. Stay confident. And um, I remember last week during that – during that um, – at halftime saying, now it's time for you guys to earn y'all check, you know, and uh, they responded. They responded and uh, I'll problem guys, but this week is another challenge, big challenge. But just handle what you can handle, and um, we're quite sure everybody knows this offense is going to get rolling in a minute. Thank you. Joey Knight. Larry, I know you're not the special teams coach, but your unit benefits from your punter at times. Can you just talk about how effective he's been in just changing the course of field position lately? Oh, that was big time. That was big time. Uh, that helped us out tremendously. You can hear the crowd every time that ball was kicked. You go, oh, and you see how high it was. And he was just flipping the field. He really kept us in that game. He did a, a great job for us. Fortunately, you know, they punter was booting it good, too. So it was a punt game. But uh, he did a great job. But anytime uh, a guy can give us that, that type of can flip the field for us, it just helps the defense out tremendously. Thank you, Larry. We have time for a few more. We'll go to Evan Winter. Hey, Coach. Hope all is well. Um, going back to those Chiefs weapons, you know, they've got a lot of them, like you said, and they're using all of them effectively. Case in point, Justin Watson's touchdown catch over J.C. Jackson a couple of weeks ago. Um, going back to that attention to detail and stuff that you've, that you've mentioned, obviously you don't want to lighten up on plays, and obviously guys are focused. But is it that much more of a challenge knowing that this offense uses these weapons the way it does to make sure these guys pay attention to that detail, communicate, and, you know, stay focused throughout the game? Especially on the back end. You know, you can get the band struck on you real easy. So uh, we got everybody's attention because uh, they like the, you know, they like the home run ball. So guys on the back end, uh, they got to be uh, in sync with one another. Um, but the front, you, you understand. Uh, the pressure that they putting on us on the back end. So we got to rush. We got to be relentless. We got a quarterback that can buy time. So guys got to be, when, when they're rushing, when their number is called, you got to uh, go. And, and it got to work together. But definitely when you play these guys and you're studying the film, these guys like home runs. So uh, we got to be ready for it. Thanks. Last question will come from Steve Isbitz. Coach, after seeing the great success for three weeks that you've had, do you feel the defense can be better or is better than it was in 2020? Definitely can be better. Uh, like I said early, these guys are one year older, and uh, they're, they're into it. You can just tell from the meeting rooms. Uh, even on the sideline when the defense is not up, guys are talking ball. They're maturing. And the sky's the limit because the talent is there. So talent will not be an excuse. And we want to take that next step. We want to be one of the dominant defenses that you guys talk about. And we're capable of it, but we got to do it from uh, above the neck. And th those guys are accepting the challenge so far. All right. That's all we have. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys.